Shabbos Perak Yudzayin, Mishnah Gimel 17.3. We're continuing to discuss the basic point of Klish Malach Le'isar is permitted to be moved on Shabbos. Um, this Mishnah is addressing something which is um, probably of great interest to you if you're familiar with the Lachas of Tum and Tahar, and otherwise not so interesting. What we're talking about here is the question about a simple um, reed, like a rattan stick. Think like a, you know, think of like a piece of bamboo. So, Normally we said that if something is not a kli and not food, so then it's intrinsically mukta, it's mukta machmas gufo, and can't be moved. Um, even tzorach gufo mukoma, if you needed to use it for something, you couldn't move it. In other words, the rule is, if you need a rock to open a nut, you may not pick up that rod to crack the nut, because it's mukta machmas gufo. In contrast, we said before, the hammer to open the nut would be okay. So the question is, if you have a... Um, a reed, like a, a reed, like a cane, like a bamboo stick. So the question is, are the halachas the same regarding what defines it as a kli for Tum and Tahara as the halachas that are required as a, defined as a kli for Hilcho Shabbos? So in the world of Tum and Tahara, the general rule is that um, for something to be makabal Tuma, susceptible to becoming Tame, it needs to have, it, it, there are seven industrial materials that kiln can be made out of. Um, if it's not made of those industrial materials, then it's not Makabal Tuma. Um, one of those seven, and there's an eighth Medora bottom of glass, but of the seven Medoraisa, um, one of them is called eights. Eights literally means wood, but it refers to anything that grows on the ground. So if something like a reed or a leaf or a flower or whatever um, grows from the ground, so if it's fashioned into a utensil, a kli, it can be makabal tuma. Now, one of the important requirements for a wooden utensil to be makabal tuma is uh, not just that it's functional, but that it has a base keyboard, it has a receptacle. If it lacks a receptacle to hold something, even though it's useful as a specific utensil, it still is not susceptible to tuma. So, for example, a baseball bat. Baseball bats made of wood are expensive. They're custom designed. They're very precise instruments, perhaps. Um, and therefore, they're certainly... Um, Kalim in some sense, but they're not makabal tuma because they haven't got a base kibble, and therefore, as far as the halachas of tuma tahara go, um, they are they are they're not they're not kalim. The question is going to be um, if we use the same exact criteria when it comes to defining a kli that wouldn't be mukta machmas gufo on Shabbos. So, um, if you have this like rattan stick, this cane, think again bamboo. So it might be used in the production of olives. And the two possibilities of what we're thinking here when we refer to the kanesh alzeisim, the cane for the olives, either it means something like a, think like a dipstick, which you'd use, you know, for checking your oil in your car. Here what happens is when you um, process olives, so what they would do is they would fill them up into a ma'atan, a container, and let them kind of begin to soften and kind of biodegrade a bit. And once oil starts pooling at the bottom of the ma'atan, so then... Um, they would know it's time now to put these olives, they're ready to be pressed to get the oil out. They're softened enough. So you'd use this this dipstick, this conational zasim, to check the bottom of the matan. Is there a pool of oil at the bottom? Another shot is you're using this rattan stick to whack the olives off the trees. And whatever the case, you have this designated utensil called the conational zasim. It's, it's a cane used for your olive production. Therefore, it's a kli in the sense that it does something specific for human use, some sort of some sort of artifice, but um, it may or may not be a kli in the context of 
having uh, of being susceptible susceptible to tuma because it would may or may not have a base kibul or receptacle. So our mission is going to say here the kanesha zesim when it comes to this cane that's used um, in the production of olives im yesh kesher barosho if there's like a, a a segment at the top of the like the bamboo stick um, where it's you know it's open on the top and then closed beneath so you could like fill it with oil. And it could, you know, the first notch, the first segment of the cane um, could hold oil, let's say. So then makabal tuma, then it's considered to be a kli, a utensil, and it has, it's a kli eight, a wooden utensil, because it grew from the ground, and it has a base keeble or a septicle, because it can hold oil on the top there, and therefore it's yes, makabal tuma, it's susceptible to becoming tummy. The imlav, if there's no opening at the top, or it's, for that matter, hollow the whole way through, which means that you cannot use this rattan stick or whatever it is to hold oil. So then it's not going to base kibble and it won't be makabal tumen. It won't be considered to be a, it's not considered a kli in the context of tumen ta'ara. If it's not a kli, the question is now on Shabbos, is it mukta machmas gufa automatically mukta? You can never move it no matter what. Um, so it says, um, the imlav, if it doesn't have the notch on top, which could hold oil, so no base kibble, ain makabal tuma, it won't be makabal tuma, so in the context of tumantar, it's not a kli, but nevertheless, ben kach or ben kach, whether or not it has the base kibble on top, the place to store the oil, etc., nitil b'shabes, it's considered to be a klish malach iser, and therefore it could be moved on Shabbos if you have a permitted use, meaning tzorach gufo or even tzorach makomo, um, for this kanesh al this stick that's used for producing your olives.